Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, the Ursat's Era podcast. As some of you may know, my name is Jessica. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. So, this episode is recently, you guys, I've been blessed with so many ideas for podcast episodes to record. But also, I'm a lot easier on myself with recording now. So it's like, boom, I get an episode. It doesn't have to be perfect as long as I make it very easy to understand, as long as I provide value. You know, I'm really working on being not easier on myself, but like more encouraging, let's say. Because I got this idea actually through a conversation I had with this woman Um, For the sake of this episode, I will mention her a few times, but needless to say, she is a very successful woman that I speak to pretty often, and I want to keep her information private, so that's all I will be saying. However, she gave me really good advice a few days ago. The advice she gave me was to stay in your own fucking lane. Mind you, this woman is very successful. She is someone that has, she became successful at a very young age and she became a millionaire at a very young age as well. So pretty much when it comes to business, when it comes to life, I like taking uh, successful people's advice as well as people that have been around for a while. So that was the inspiration for this episode. I just made a different episode, uh, a while back, a few days ago, on journaling and how to get started with that. That episode's going to be out pretty much, I think, before this one airs. However, I'm still working on it, making it perfect for you guys. Thank you guys so much for the feedback that some of you have been giving me. I got some really nice feedback the other day on Facebook. Someone was like, hey, I like your content. It's pretty straightforward. It's easy to understand. The quality's great, which... I appreciate that and you guys telling me that. So again, I just wanted to thank everyone listening right now and let's get right into this episode. I already told you guys why I felt inspired to talk about this. I actually just spent the last 20 minutes writing up a quick draft and getting examples of where staying in my own fucking lane has really helped me out where it has severely hurt me and not staying in my own lane where it's helped me and where it's hurt me and hopefully y'all can learn some of this apply some of this to your life let's get into it so the some of the topics i'm gonna cover here is my own experience in business running my own business and how the lack of staying in my own lane really affected me and harmed my business and harmed what i was doing but also the times that like I screwed up and I could have avoided certain drama, certain beef with people had I just stayed in my own lane. Again, those successful people that I've spoken to and the advice that they've given me in regards to staying in your lane and how, you know, keeping to yourself can help you in your business, you know, focusing on what you're doing can help you in your business, in your workplace, and in all other areas, you know, of your life. And as I mentioned earlier, I 
talk pretty frequently about this one woman for her own privacy. I'll make sure I don't mention much about her, but like I said before, she became very successful at a pretty young age and started and sold her own company for millions. So uh, this woman knows really well about business and what it takes to become successful, especially having come from nothing. And I asked her the other day, I was like, what is, what is the number one advice you can give me for business? for starting your own business, for maintaining and running a successful business. And this key advice that she gave me was to stay in your own lane. Because in business and in life, comparison can kill you. And it can ruin you, it can ruin your business. So I that really resonated with me, those words that she said, because As some of you may know, I was a Depop seller formally a few months ago. I was verified on the app. You know, I was making good money, albeit doing all the work myself. Everything from marketing to shipping, packaging, sourcing, everything. I was doing everything myself. I sold clothes online and due to, you know, this is early on in my journey with Depop is and how I became a full-time seller, how I got verified on the app, how I grew to thousands and thousands of followers. I sold clothes online and due to having a creative vision, strategic marketing, and just simply being obsessed with getting verified and making tons of sales. I was obsessed, you guys. Like, I was working around the clock. Um, I did everything I could possibly think of to get people to my shop and to get people to shop with me. So I think that to a certain extent, and this, this episode isn't about how to be successful in your business, but I do believe that you have to be obsessed with it to an abnormal point where it's like, I... You know, I will do whatever the whatever I need to do to make this business succeed or I'll die trying level obsessed. And it wasn't until I got very serious about it. You know, I I dropped out of school. I was like, this Depop thing's going really well. I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm applying all this creativity to it and I'm obsessed with this. I'm going to drop out of school and I'm going to keep growing this, keep working on it. And surely after that, about two, three months later, they verified me and I became a top seller. And what that means is that there's only a few percentage of people, like literally a fraction of a percent of people that make it on Depop. And it's a very competitive business because a lot of it entails thrifting and then reselling those clothes online. So when you think about it, a lot of girls like to thrift. You know what I mean? A lot of people like thrifting and it it would be pretty cool if you would get paid to thrift. It's a very cool job. It's a very competitive job and industry to be in, especially for clothing. So to make it in that industry, specifically that niche is extremely competitive and you need more than just a love of fashion, a love of thrifting. Like you gotta be a fucking shark 
you have to be obsessed with numbers and succeeding and wanting to be on top or else you're going to crumble and not really make it. But, and I had all of that, you know, I had the drive, I had the creative vision, I had um, everything it took to become very successful on there. And in retrospect, I can see that I had what it took and I was doing really well and I was exactly where I needed to be. So, and this is, you know, a few months after I quit Depop and realizing what led to me failing, or I wouldn't say failing, I would just say what led to me getting so burnt out, no longer wanting to be in that industry, completely hating it and not wanting to go back. What led to that? And what led to that was consistent comparison. I, you know, I was doing it at the time and a lot of amazing things were happening for me. Like I was about to collab with some pretty, you know, significant influencers. Like, I don't mean to call her out, but David Dobrik's like sister was more than happy to like work with me and like have me send her, like style her and stuff. And, you know, I was on my way, I was selling the influencers and I was well on my way to really infiltrate myself into the fashion and business industry. But, you know, it was that negative self-talk and just feeling like I wasn't worthy of those opportunities that were coming to me and feeling like I wasn't ready to accept those brilliant ideas that the universe would give to me. And I think that a lot of times the universe blesses us, you know, let's say you want new friends or you want money or you want a significant other, like the universe will give you those things. Sometimes, you know, if you want money, they won't, the universe won't give you $100,000, but they'll give you a really good idea that if you simply implemented that idea and went through with it such as i'm gonna style this one influencer and i'm gonna get in touch with them so that maybe they repost my shop maybe they shout me out you know that's some sort of traffic that you can get and i would get these really good ideas and these really good strategies And I wouldn't implement them because deep down, I felt like I wasn't worth it. Like I couldn't do it as well as the people that I was competing with. So all this negative self-talk, and I feel like the lack of staying in your own lane can a lot of times lead to you feeling bad about yourself. And comparing yourself to other people literally just comes back like a boomerang and you end up feeling shitty about yourself. So like I mentioned, it completely blocked me from receiving higher ideas that would make me even more successful because I was constantly focused on what other people were achieving, what other people were doing. And instead of seeing my own success and being grateful for what I had. And I think this is true in life in general, where you become so focused on what other people are doing, you forget your own light. So 
I, I kind of went through a phase with this as well. Um, a few years ago, I was somebody that would keep up with online drama. Like I'd start petty online drama or I would keep up with people from my past. I would constantly think about my exes. Um, I would constantly involve myself with drama with other people, with celebrity gossip. I was part of like these, I would follow these YouTubers that their main source of income came from trashing other YouTubers and stuff like that. And I was really involved in that, you know, I didn't make videos myself, but I would consume that content. And I realized that when I became more focused on me and what I wanted to achieve in my life, when I stopped being so bothered by other people and what they were doing, I became a lot more successful. And I got ideas to create things that would uplift the planet. And when I stopped, you know, partaking in any online drama, any celebrity gossip, that's when I really went in on Depop because like I told you guys, I became obsessed with my business. I completely fell in love with fashion, dressing cool, selling clothes online. And like, it's a lot of people hate on Depop because it's like, why are you buying used clothes and upping the price online? But when you think about it, like 80% of clothes that get donated end up in landfills and end up polluting our planet. So I really felt like I was doing the world service by, you know, in a way rescuing these pieces of clothing that are still amazing quality. You know, they're rare. You can't get them anywhere else. And I really saw value in helping the planet. And anyone that's doing Depop right now, I highly encourage you to keep going. And do not compare yourself to other people. Because that's what I did and that's really what didn't help me. You know, now I'm in a place where I don't really feel like going back to Depop, but I still deeply love thrifting and fashion and social media. And really my journey with Depop helped me be where I am today. And I'm extremely grateful for where that led me in my life today. And when I dropped all of that, online drama, you know, being involved in other people's lives, I became a lot less anxious and I became a lot more successful. My business was doing well. And it was really that early stage of Depop where I went all in and I focused less on other people, focused more on myself. And I'm telling you this, when you focus on yourself, like so many good things will happen to you. Whatever you want in life, will come to you as long as you focus on what you want and focus on yourself. And something that it's something that I'm still working on, if I'm being honest with you, because especially as a woman, we are constantly being held to this like higher standard. And I don't want to get too into it, but I feel like as women, like you see, you go on Instagram and you see all these like, pretty beautiful women and you just can't feel you know you feel kind of like damn like this person wakes up looking like that and they're just like perfect everyone shows like their perfect side on instagram 
And as a woman, it's like, you're kind of being held to that standard as well. A lot of times by men, you're being held to the standard of like Photoshop and plastic surgery. And if you're just like a regular woman who's like never had anything injected into their face or body, then it's kind of like, oh, I have to look like that. Or, you know, because this is what men want. This is what's attractive. So you kind of start feeling unworthy and like bad about yourself. And I know a lot of influencers are coming out now and saying like, hey, social media is fake. This is what my body looks like in real life. And they'll like show videos and stuff. And I I think we need more of that, you know, in the world versus people just completely trying to be perfect all the time. And when it comes to my own social media, my own Instagram, if you guys go on it, I'll link it down below. But I, I post a lot of like aesthetic pictures and I try to romanticize my life as much as I can. And you'll see that on my Visco, on my Instagram. But I think it's a lot of fun and I try not to put or portray an image of myself online that's completely unrecognizable from what I am in real life. And I understand a lot of people will, you know, they'll use Photoshop or Facetune and post pictures to make it very brand friendly. And so that brands will want to work with you. And I completely understand that. But I think there's also a point where it becomes harmful to society when we're not very honest with our looks and what we look like in real life. And speaking of social media, staying in your lane can also consist of not stalking a lot of people on social media, as well as avoiding drama and gossip about others, especially this is what I've realized recently too, is like in the workplace, it's extremely important. I just took a sip of my Alani. And for those of you that don't know what an Alani is, an Alani is like this energy drink that I fucking love and I drink it every morning. And low key, you guys, I think that the Alani is the sole reason for my success because recently I've been waking up at like seven in the morning every single day. And I have to drink water and then drink an Alani just to have energy for the rest of the day. And I've tried working with the brand, but last time I DM'd them, they're like, frick you, we're not looking for people right now. And I was like, all right, I'll manifest this then. But I'm currently drinking an Alani, it's life changing. I will work with the brand one day and I am claiming it in this episode. So I hope they they listen to this because I am going to work with Alani or I will die trying. Anyway, let's avoid drama at the workplace and let's stay in our own lane. More of us will have a job, a regular job, instead of having a business. And honestly, ain't nothing wrong with that because I've been in both. I've experienced both. And sometimes working a nine to five 
be better than having a business because when you have a business like you go from working nine to five to working 24 7 because it's an intense responsibility so i try to avoid drama at work i try to avoid gossiping about others just because i've been there before you don't want to have drama down the line especially in your workplace because it simply creates awkward situations and it doesn't create a very good work environment So I try to avoid partaking in any kind of negative talk regarding other people. I'm 100% working on negative talk about myself. And really just when negative talk is brought up about other people, kind of ignoring that and looking over that and not really partaking too much in it. So let's say I'm in a situation where someone's talking to me and they're trashing another person like, oh, he's so weird, blah, blah, blah. I don't like him. I don't trust him. In those cases, I literally just say, oh, you know, I I try not to partake in it too much. At most, I'll ask why. And then just kind of change the topic because I don't like partaking in negative talk about other people. Because as some of you may know, especially at work, if you tell one person something, you know, that can just snowball and all of a sudden two hours later everyone in the workplace knows so it's not a really good place to be in and this is just where staying in my own lane has really just helped me where it's hurt where i don't think staying in my own lane has ever really hurt me but the lack of staying in my own lane has probably caused more damage than done me well because it's like it's just bad for you I feel like and it's something like I said that I'm still working on and I feel that a lot of people it's one of their main things that they really just want to work on and one of the ways that I'm resolving this or at least trying to resolve this is really just practicing self-care taking care of myself, putting myself first, like working out consistently, going through, like waking up early, developing good habits where I'm going to improve myself and be better than I was yesterday. You know, because really the only person you should be comparing yourself to is who you were yesterday, as opposed to who, what your competitor in business is doing. You know, how are you innovating? How are you doing better for yourself? instead of how do you feel better in your own body and in mind instead of what another person is doing if you guys uh i completely effed that up that's why i'm really bad at doing intros and outros but if you guys found some value in this episode please share it on social media with your friends send it to a friend send it to a family member Follow me on Instagram. I'll tag it down below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode, and I hope to see you next time. Also, I just posted, or actually I haven't posted it yet. I'll post it soon. It's an episode on journaling and how I it's helped me so fucking much in my life. But besides that, uh, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good one. Bye.